Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show. My name is Michael Hamlet, and today we're going to talk about how do you use growth hacking to accelerate your sales. I've invited David. David, introduce yourself. So, hey guys, so um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been building some tech startups and some social entrepreneurship companies. And lately, one of the latest things that I did as a growth hacker was to create an academy of growth hacking. Today, I want to be talking about how do we implement growth hacking inside a company, all the experience that I have from my consulting experience. And then I'm going to tell you about this story, how did I create this academy, and then we're going to go back to Michael on how to actually make this real connection with the sales to accelerate uh, your revenue. What is very interesting today is that how does a growth hacker growth hack his own company? Well, so let's start with the beginning. Okay. How did you start? Um, so I think first, first I'm going to talk about the, the, the three steps that you need to do when you enter into growth hacking. It's actually really exactly. simple. Uh, first is the idea. You need to have a base that you need to implement. This base so it be a, a landing page or a system with tracking uh, so that you can actually understand your customer and collect data. Then the second one is to put together your funnel. So in your funnel, you need to understand how do you acquire customers, retain your customers, and make your customers refer to other customers. Everything that happens in this funnel, you need to be able to split it into small experiments. And these experiments, what we call the, I would say, the, the hacks. Because if, when one of these experiments actually work, uh, then that's where you actually grow your customer base in a significant that's, way. That's when you start putting money in it. That's when you, that, yeah. that, that, then that's when you start putting money in it. I, I see a lot of big companies doing that. They, they just throw many, money at it, but they have no clue. So you do smaller amounts, test, 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 and, and then... And not only small, but also you need to understand in which stage of the funnel they are. Yeah, because exactly. different companies have different problems. It could be that a company actually acquire customers, but has a very, very hard time retaining them. And then the third stage is, as Michael just said, of course, the fact that once you understand the experiments that are working, then we scale them up. And scaling them up is not only about putting money in them, but also could be just about automating them. Because when you do an experiment the first time, you could actually do it by hand. And then in the second stage, you put together the systems to scale it in the same way that you would scale a software. One of the things I always see when, when growth, the word growth hacking falls, it's always about automation, tooling, CRM, that kind of stuff. So you actually take it a lot further. It's not limited to automation. Yeah, I mean, like our, our approach at the end becomes all about strategy. So if you have the right strategy to growth, then you're going to be able to find what you track, which data you collect, and which systems you automate. Yeah. But you need Perfect. to get that first part. So the main question of today was, how do you use growth hacking to accelerate your sales? And actually, I want to give you three major tips. Number one is you have to implement sales sprints into your sales team. So use the agile methodology that you all know by that you're applying for your product development and actually marketing and growth hacking is applying. You need to start applying that to your sales team. That means you segment better, you set up your process and you find the niche and you start accelerating on that part. Point number two is you need to understand your funnel. That means if sales is all about revenue and relationship, then you need to start optimizing the way they do their business actually like a landing page. When you think about landing pages and you think about tools, you really go through the whole process. Why don't you think of your sales team like that and you start optimize, optimizing their process? And not only the sales team, I mean, the, the sales quotes, the sales yeah, presentations the whole can, thing. can be all uh, optimized for conversion the same way that we do in That's the right word. Optimize for conversion and speed. That's why you use focus in the sales sprints because it's always optimization and conversion. And the last part is you need to start using your CRM in a different way. You need to start using it in a very actionable way. It should not be reporting, it should be using for you. If you look to 
the, the evolution that happened in marketing, where marketing used to be, let's say it unrespectfully, rather dumb from one step to the other, they've automated so much, so that marketing now becoming to the really intelligent, really smart approach of doing things, the same needs to happen to sales. It really needs to go to the next level, and it needs to be, CRM needs to be better automated as it goes through. And right? actionable. 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 Actionable is the right it's way. Not a, it's not about doing something and filling it in, but it's about moving someone in your pipeline that that triggers exactly. an action, either yeah. through an API, through yeah. SAP, or through whatever. And automate system. the whole, yeah, exactly. the whole system. Exactly. Well, let's go to your academy. How did you build it up and how did you grow tech your own growth hacking academy? So that's actually a very interesting topic. So I've been working in this topic of growth hacking already for a while, but it was only about, I would say, four months ago in January that we just decided, okay, you know what? We're going to start teaching people about this because we find it a very valuable uh, content. So our challenge was that we wanted to do this very fast because we have a lot of other business going around. And we put ourselves a deadline, kind of like three months, in which we said we're going to have to do everything. And everything in our case was attracting students and attracting companies because our program was not only about education, but also two -side model. Was, was a two-sided model. It was yeah. about how do we sponsor the education of people that want to learn about growth hacking by creating value to companies in which these growth hackers could and you add real life cases. To, and real we add life real life cases. So yeah. the program would be a 12-week program where only the beginning of the program is theoretical with classes. And then yeah. you jump into taking real challenges from scale-ups in Belgium and help them grow. So, so what we did was basically, first of all, we put together the base. So actually from the three months, we used about three weeks to create uh, our landing pages, to create our introduction videos, to create uh, oh, the explanation you. of our curriculum, to put together a team of experts. So we got people from, from Tesla, we got uh, Michael actually coming to, to give one of the sessions. So that was fantastic. We had all his face all, all, over, the, all yeah. over the website. Uh, and then we had only two months and one week in which we had a brand that in terms of education is not very well known. So we really had to go hard into understanding which experiments we had to run to acquire these customers. So we created two funnels, the B2B funnel and the B2C funnel. Yeah. Our initial assumption was that actually attracting cost companies was going to be much harder. So we started there. And we started to do, uh, the first thing we did was experiments in outbound. Yeah. Which it's, we, it actually came it's to be... the obvious one to do. It, it, the obvious yeah. one. So like we, we managed to put every, everything together, the landing page, so that when we will send emails, we'll track data once they come into it. And surprisingly, we reached out to around 80, 80, 80 scale-ups. Uh, we had a response rate of around 10% and we managed to close all the companies very quickly. So we suddenly realized that our initial assumption was wrong. Getting companies was in fact not the hardest part, but getting students to trust an education brand that doesn't and exist. Pay for it. And pay and, for it. And pay for it. Yeah. Um, so suddenly we, we saw ourselves spending almost all the rest of the time on this, this B2C funnel where we try absolutely everything. And the things that, that end up working were the things that we actually didn't think that would have been the big... Can you, can you give big. some examples? So normally when, you, when you have education, it, it seems that everyone is expecting that people take the action and they go and search for an education program. So it's an inbound process. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Uh, we actually did a process of doing LinkedIn automation, which is a very weird place in which you would reach out to people. And at the beginning, we thought, okay, if we reach out to someone on LinkedIn that has a job to offer them to take a program, the chance that that, that person actually takes it very small. But what we started doing was segmentation. So we tried to target people with very specific profiles. Just to give you an example, someone that would be in consulting in one of the top big uh, four consulting companies that has already been more than two years in the company, but has... So a very, taste, very segmented. Very segmented, taste yeah. for entrepreneurship. And then we reach out Absolutely. to these people, try to build a relationship and, and actually get that in. Yeah. And on you the, did some automation. And we did some automation yeah. to be able to do that, this at scale. On the other hand, things that we thought that were going to work, like for example, going to job fairs. Actually, we set up 
Uh, we went to three job fairs during those three months, the two months. He set up a booth and tried to talk with tried to talk you mean with people. trade shows yeah, for like really job, studios for jobs yeah, exactly. yeah, to job, apply. Job yeah. fairs, like real job, job fairs. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be very ineffective. Yeah. Actually. So because people they were not in the mindset of learning, but they were in the mindset of I just need uh, or, work or, need or, money. or urgency of money. Yeah. Which was actually yeah, not what we yeah, not, yeah. and we didn't expect that. So so kind of like everything started to become different. But another one that did work for us that we also didn't expect that it would work was that we started to put our program as if it was a job. So we went to all, oh. the, all the different job portals. So you posted it like a job. And we started posting it as a job. But you did actually because they have to go three months yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing yeah. that we felt that we were not tricking anyone because no. the reality is that it is, it is really a job and the opportunity for a job no. at the end is very high since you're working all the time with one of these tech scale-ups. So, I mean, that was basically the explanation of what I did. But for me, it's also interesting now that I'm here to, to have the chance to <laughs> understand from you, how do you see yourself when you go to all these companies that you can uh, use sales techniques so that the, all the effort of the growth hackers so, end up in high profit, yeah. a lot of closure. So one, I get a lot of, I deal with a lot of companies, a lot of startups, a lot of scale-ups, and they always ask me at a certain stage, do we need growth hacking or not? Sometimes I would say yes, when it's experimental, when there is more mechanics involved, or they really want to scale, that's one. On the other hand, most of the time I come in when there already has been some growth hacking, and then it's all about at a certain stage, the customer is going to phone, and then you need to pick up the phone, and you need skills. So I do a lot of skill training, I will go into the, the CRM, I will check pipelines, I will check how you go through the stages and then apply knowledge. For instance, if you are at the qualification stage and you start losing deals, you have a valuable proposition issue. If you actually start losing deals at the proposal stage when you make your quote, you actually have a pricing issue. And the real sales skills, the real closing issue, is only at the end of the sales cycle. That's where you can really say, okay, now you need to learn how to close a deal. Now you need to learn. And a lot of companies do that way too early. You actually do that only at the end. And that's very, very important. So for me, growth hacking, it feeds that funnel a lot, does a lot of experiments. It's almost a new form of business development. That's how I would call it. Almost. I actually agree in that. And you feed and you try, you take it through the tunnel, you optimize, you iterate, and then you put scale to it. That's what I see. It's the only, I mean, it's the only way, it's yeah. the fastest, most efficient, cost-efficient way to do this. What about from the technical point of view? Because actually sales can also have a lot of, a lot of tooling and a lot yeah. of systems that you can implement. We're talking yeah. about here CRMs, yeah. uh, lead, do lead document systems. Yeah. I mean, I myself use some of them and, and I've seen actually how even my experiments by focusing on good sales tools yeah. end up saving me a lot of time. So on one hand, yes if you do it really well, but a lot of companies are a slave of the tool. If things are not going well, I see people sitting inside, filling in the tool, and they're really just adding content to the tool. Well, I'm saying, guys, your sales, you need to be in the field. You need to be with the customer physically. That's where your future money is. So there is a balance. But a lot of new tools, like the ones you're using, have been really, really good quality and actually have improving uh, deal size a lot. I would say, go check it out. Thank you, David. Thanks for joining the Sales Acceleration Show. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you want more of it, subscribe to the channel and see you next time. Press the bell. <laughs>